Welcome to Modern Day Abigails, a women's outreach of Calvary Chapel Pearland. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So let's listen to God's Word, where everyday lives transform, and where we can become the women God created us to be. And, and that was the biggest thing I want to tell the ladies is Jesus is sitting right there going, look, I know you made a mistake. It's okay. I'm here. You can't fix it yourself. Mm-hmm. And I know some of you have tried, right. but I'll take it for you. And I'm willing to do it. You know, it made God happy when he saw Jesus on the cross. There's a song out there that said God cried. No, he didn't. He didn't cry. Scripture says that he was happy. It pleased him to see his son singing on the cross because his son was willing to take the punishment we deserved. Mm-hmm. And he's okay with it. All we have to do is repent. Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't give us a free to sin card. You know, some people use grace thinking it's free to sin. That's not what it is. Not a get out of jail free card. You yeah, know? And if you're thinking that, then your heart's not right. Exactly. It's, uh, he says, no, repent. That means we completely turn around and we don't do it. No. Will we make mistakes? Absolutely. And guess All what? All day exactly. long. And guess what he says? Come back to me and say, hey, I'm sorry. Yep. All we have to do is say, Lord, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. I don't want to mm-hmm. do that again. Sometimes we're, we keep doing it and we have to stop and go, Lord. I don't want to do this. Help me. And mm-hmm. sometimes he's going to put somebody in your life to help you. Accountability, mm-hmm. help you. Right. I'm, 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 I'm having a hard time here. Help me. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, exactly what you and I do. Yeah, we do. We help each other. We help keep each other All accountable. The time. Yes. Gosh. My mouth will get me in trouble if me I don't too. watch it. Yep. Yep. Me too. Not saying yep to you, saying yep no, to no, me. No, no, but we've talked about that. If I, if I ever if disrespectful to my husband, you're supposed to say, Anna, um, you shouldn't say that. That's not right. You know, or if I do something else. I think I've said that. I think you have too. <laughs> <laughs> I got convicted rolling my eyes at him one day. I t- apologized to him one day. He looked at me like, what? I'm like, I'm sorry I rolled my eyes at you. He he just, he shook his head, walked off like, okay, I know. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> he was probably thinking, oh my gosh. This you is- were doing what you needed to do. You needed to apologize. Yeah, but I yeah. think he was sitting there going, do I get chocolate and throw it at her? Do I need to go buy her ice cream? Where is this going? <laughs> you know what he needs? You know that reacher, because I'm I'm not even five foot. Uh, disclaimer, my driver's lesson says I am, so we're going with that. That reacher that I had to get oh, yeah. things off. He needs to, he needs to get one. He get just, it from the Dollar Tree. No, no. Get one and hand you some some chocolate or some ice cream no, from easier that than far that. away. Carry it in your pocket. Just throw, just throw the chocolate and run. <laughs> Buy the chocolate and run. <laughs> Do a drive by. Yeah, a run by. Run by. Whoop, here's your chocolate. Gotta go. Because if you I mean if you whatever if you apologize you to do for to rolling save your eyes, life. It's yeah. okay. There's, there's, you know. But gosh, I got tears. I got tears. I'm sure he was sitting there going, thinking, what, what in the world did I say to make her roll her eyes? But I'm oh, sorry, gosh. I do roll my eyes a lot though, and I, I, I have too. to stop that. I do too. I do too. And then, um, and then on the flip side, I get a little mouthy. Yeah, and then you've you've often said, okay, okay, I wouldn't have said it that way. <laughs> it's not how I would have done it, but okay, you know. Sometimes and then I've got to think, okay, well, what what did I do, you know? And then I'll have to repent and often apologize to whoever that was that I got mouthy with, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's what we're here for. That we're supposed yeah. to do that. That's what the Holy Spirit yes. says. When he convicts us. He teaches us, and we're supposed to help each other. We're not supposed yes. to just leave each other floundering like a Poor fish on a dry land. I mean, exactly. And you know what? It's not just you and me. We have an entire entire group group. of ladies um, 
Some go to our church and some don't, but we are a group of women and we depend on each other. We Mm -hmm. pray over each other. It's not just me and Anna. It's this entire group. We love on each other. We care about each other. We cry with each other. Yes. Encourage each other. And, And, you know, and sometimes we only have one person that we can go to. Sometimes we have a group. And um, sometimes there's things that I don't share with anybody but Anna, vice versa. And then there's some things that that we do share with the entire group. It just depends on, and maybe I might not share it yet. Right. Um, Maybe I need a little bit of guidance on how to deal with something. We want to teach what we've learned, but sometimes we don't know how to teach it. Exactly. Sometimes we have to wait a while and say, okay, no, what did the Lord actually teach me in this? Because I know he's te- sometimes we're just running around or we're looking at you and going, Lord's teaching me something. I'm not sure what. Yeah. Sometimes and, it's too painful. Yeah. Too painful. Uh, yeah. And we got to wait till mm-hmm. our emotions die down a little bit before right. we can share. Whatever the reason is, get you a good core group of women yes. to chat. Who are women in the Bible. are women. Yeah. Who are in the Bible. And it's okay like to have minded yes. Christian woman. And it's women. Okay. And I want to say, unlike what Facebook teaches us, you don't need thousands of friends. You don't need hundreds. I don't, you don't share need my 50s. stuff on Facebook at right. all. I don't either. But my qu- thought is, is even if you only have one or two friends, that's okay. That's you don't fine. need 50 friends. You don't no. need a thousand. I mean, besides, if you're single and getting married, it's easier to pick your bridesmaids. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> no arguing about who's going to be the, you know. Right. Right. I had the opposite a, problem. Yeah. I'm like, right. I don't really have a whole lot of friends. He goes. I'm like, can I have my cousins? They're guys because I have boy cousins. I don't really have. I only had a couple of girl cousins. And one of them only met three times because she's so much older than us. And he's like, no. I'm like, I don't know any real women a whole lot. He goes, Anna, you can figure it out. Mm-hmm. So th- that's a funny story because uh, we had just met Amanda. I hadn't known her very long. Lord's like, you need to ask her. Lord, I don't know her. You need to ask her to be in your wedding. Seriously, Lord, I don't know her why would she be in some stranger's wedding and next thing i know it falls out of my mouth and i'm like and she must have seen the look in my eyes because they got all big because i'm like what the heck did i just say and she's like oh yeah that'd be so great i'm so happy i'm like and what a friendship oh i know created and then then i looked at him like why would you agree to that (laughs) (laughs) but she's so sweet she got me out of my bubble she's the first person who ever hugged me and i didn't like feel like dying and and i didn't have a panic attack when she hugged me and she lived yeah, she well, lived. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> from hugging you. Yeah, well, you know, it's not yeah. something we all live from. No, but I've gotten better, yes. and that's part of the change, ladies. I mean, when they first met me, I didn't hug anybody. I mean, I had this bubble. Don't break my bubble. Don't come in my bubble. Don't. 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 Disclaimer: Don't get near the bubble. But, but because the Lord put me in a group in a church setting. If you don't have a church, you need to see the Book of Hebrews where it talks about being in the assembly. These ladies have really helped me get out of my bubble. And I actually hug now because what the, Lord, what, what, the, what the Lord told me, he goes, Anna, yeah. some, some women need a hug and, mm-hmm. and you're going to have to do it. I can't be an introvert. I don't no. have a choice. You are a pastor's wife. Exactly. I have to be there In to a hug small people. church, yeah. you cannot be an introvert. Exactly. I have to be there. And even at my work, there was a few that, you know, it's like, they're upset. It's like, do you, do you need a hug? I saw a lady at a, wait- a, a restaurant. That's how I knew I really, the Lord had worked on me because there was this poor little waitress and she looked the Lord told me she needed a hug. And I finally, I went, do you need a hug? I love hugs. Aww. So I gave her a hug <laughs> and I lived. You did. You're here I right now. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> Living proof. But it, was, it took women in the church. This is what we're talking about. Accountability. You know, it took women to help me get out of that fear. It was a fear. 
I didn't call yeah. it a fear. We don't, we, no. we like to rename things. Sure. You know, oh, I just don't like to hug. It's just not my thing. It's not my thing. And, and, and you can tell that the Lord's like looking around going, it needs to be your thing. Yeah. I'm like, um, why wouldn't it be your thing? Exactly. <laughs> did I, you know, did I, did I create, I didn't create that. Mm-hmm. No, am I telling you to like go hug every really weird person? No, you have to still set boundaries. Be selective. Yeah. You still have to have boundaries. Use caution. Yeah. <laughs> boundaries. Boundaries are important. Guys, I side hug. I don't front hug them. I side yeah, hug them. I agree. You know, and, um, and we'll talk about it later because part of mine stemmed from a, a fear of mm-hmm. people and a needed exit plan and people hold, holding them. And I remember one day, uh, you know, my son got bigger than me, way bigger than me. And one day he, he made that comment. He goes, yeah, my mom will only side hug me too. I didn't realize I had gone from hugging my little boy to treating him like a man and doing a side hug. Mm-hmm. Never even noticed until one day he gives me a bear it hug. It was outside your bubble. Yeah. And one day I, he bear hugged me and um, I had to fight off a panic attack. I see that about yeah. you. So, but the Lord's been working back on then. that. Yeah, back, back then. then. But you've also seen the Lord work yes, on that. Yes, I have. You actually gave me a hug today. You oh, gave yeah, that's me, right. You I did. did. I know. I was see? like, oh, I'm getting there. I almost didn't let you go. You didn't know that, but now you do. <laughs> yeah, now I do. Now I'll be cautious. Like, wait. <laughs> yeah. Do I or do yeah. I not? I had some poor cry worker one day. He was so happy that I found his lost package that he didn't think about it. And he gives me this hug. It didn't go well. Anyway. Poor guy. Yeah, and then I've had a couple. I've had a couple guys. They'll they'll like hand me back something. They'll tap me on the shoulder. I've almost I almost stabbed one guy with a pair of scissors. Oh, and another awesome. one almost got slapped. They do not do that anymore though. They stand back and say, "Hey Anna, I'm coming up." <laughs> <laughs> Incoming. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty oh my much. Gosh, that's so funny. So I'm that part is you know still be cautious, be be correct, be respectful. You know yes. if you happen to have. Maybe a husband who's who prefer you not to hug. Don't do it. You know. Yeah. You know. If he says only women, fine. You know, it's nothing fine. wrong with that. Yeah. I'm not saying you That's have cool. to do it. I'm just. On anyway. that note, women, I'm going to tell you this, and Anna will absolutely agree with me. I do not feel that it is a good idea that you open up emotionally to a man. I think you need to do that with women. Oh, absolutely. Um, the, the Bible, I think that even the Bible would show you that we have boundaries like that. Exactly. That, even that's not if appropriate. That man is single. I think it would be best for you emotionally to have some girlfriends. And yes. if that man is married, that is a 100%. Yeah. No, a no, no, no. You don't want to open that box. That's a, that's a box you don't want to open. Yes, because you think it's innocent. But the devil does well, not. Well, if we're going to talk about that, then let's open that door. Because there's a lot of doors that women don't want to open well, up with other women. It. Like um, pornography mm-hmm. and um, how adultery gets started. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the time, affairs do not get started by looks. It gets started by emotions. Emotions. Because somebody's paying attention and, and meeting an emotional need that wasn't being met before. Mm-hmm. If you have an emotional so whatever need. Whatever that married, need is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're married and you have an emotional need, you need to express it with your husband or have a girlfriend for that. Now, Absolutely. your husband is not a girlfriend. He's a husband. He's a man. Mm-hmm. And and that's very Agreed. difficult because we want to treat him like a girl, like our friend who's a girl. We expect them to respond yeah. and we like expe- our girlfriends, yes. but they don't. No. And we have to remember. They made the same way. And it's not because they don't love you. It's not because they don't mm-hmm. care. God created them differently. I don't care what the world and society says. Mm-hmm. God created Adam outside the garden. Mm-hmm. He created Eve inside the garden. He created us differently to work together. Yep. You know, I see that all the time because I work in with machinery. Okay, we may we have um, 
the machinery all has different parts. They have to work together in order to function properly. If you have two engines and no starter, it doesn't matter anymore. If you don't have a starter, it ain't going nowhere. Or two starters yeah. and if no you, engine. Exactly. Or if you put nothing but fuel and no oil or no grease, it's going to just go and it's not going to run right. So God did not create men better than women, women better than men. We can all quit that argument. That's not what God said. He said, I created you to be together. If he created a woman to be a helper, that's because he needed us. He's created us to be a helper so that we can work together in unison. We're not supposed to be fighting with each other. We've talked about that before. Mm -hmm. No, don't fight each other because the fight's not with each other. Mm Mm-hmm. We to be oh, yeah, and that's what we, we told you. We're going to talk about that too. Eventually, we're going to talk about order. Order is yes. important because yes. if you go in, if you get out of order, it's not going to work. We can actually talk about that after Rahab on the oh, next yeah. segment. Oh, not exactly. Tonight, but um, on our next podcast after Rahab is over, right. we can talk about I think order. That's a great one. Yeah, and then we'll go back. So, the ladies, one one of the things we plan to do is doing topical and um, uh, going through the women of the Bible. So we're 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 going to keep it. Uh, changed up so on this one um let me know because i want to talk about that side ministry okay we're almost actually almost done i'm going to okay. show uh one other thing here the amazing thing that the whole point yes. of of what the lord did with rahab and then we're actually done for so, um okay so um it sounds better when you like shuffle your paper in front of the microphone because it makes you sound important does it? Okay, let's try. Didn't you ever watch the movies and they always do that? Anyway. Yes. Brian's going to be listening and okay. he's going to shake his head. <laughs> hey, he's the one that, you know, set this up. So whatever, this is his own fault. Okay, so let's get back to Rahab. Yes. Okay, so now we realize that the importance of what she did with these men, not what she did, but the how God arranged all of yes. this to fit perfectly in his plan with Rahab and these um and these two spies the Jews um her family's salvation because she was saved by the Jews not um different kind of salvation than with Jesus but the Lord saved her um and she saved these two men okay so now we're going to see what the Lord did with her in her future, because her story doesn't end here. Right. Her, her story doesn't end with, we see that they took her and her family out of Jericho, placed them in um, with the rest of the Jews um, in their little camp there. They, they took, the spies took Rahab and her family to the camp, placed them there, and then they went and destroyed Jericho. Rahab's story doesn't end here. I say, okay, and this we can prove. If you go to Matthew 1, Verse five, it says, Salmon, this is a lineage, Salmon begot Boaz by Rahab. Rahab got married to Salmon. Was he or was he not one of the spies? We don't know. We don't know. But it was somebody, we like to think you know, so. Yeah. But you know what's also neat, though? Whoever it was, wasn't concerned that she used to be a prostitute. Not at because all. Because she was a different changed woman. Yep. And we're going to see how important this is. Yes. So Salmon begot um, Boaz by Rahab, Boaz begot Obed by Ruth, Obed begot Jesse, and Jesse begot David the king. David the king begot Solomon by her, 
Oh, we don't know actually who her was. Yeah, it was the wife of Uriah. That's the Bathsheba. Wife of Uri- oh, that's right. Your wife of Uriah by Bathsheba. So David and Bathsheba had Solomon. And Jacob begot Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom born Jesus, who is called the Christ. No, she started at verse 5. And it went to 16. We just I'm skipped, sorry, all, we skipped all the people in between. We just want to let you know, we skipped a Listen, lot of people in between. The lineage is long. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, yes, I did. I'm sorry. I did skip from five. That's okay. Went from five to six, no, all the way down to 16. Nobody wanted to hear us put your names. Okay. Oh, gosh, no. And it was long. It was, look how many chapters we skipped. I know. What? 10? 10 chapters. 10 verses. 10 verses. Okay. Chapters, verses, so let's, something like that. Uh, I'm going to recap this in yes. my own words. Because we're going to let this soak in. Okay, we're going to let it soak in. So Salmon and Rahab had a son named Boaz. Boaz marries Ruth. Their son's name is Obed. Obed's son is named Jesse. Jesse's son is named David. David became the King David, a man after God's own heart. King David is all through the Bible. And down the line, he had a son named Joseph who was the husband of Mary. Mary was the mother of Jesus Christ. So what we're saying is Rahab the harlot was the great, great grandmother times 15 of Jesus the Christ. And what's neat is the Messiah. There's all speculation that Boaz understood Ruth because of who his grand, his who his um was it his mother, yeah, Boaz, um, Rahab. So because his mom, because he understood her and where she came from. Think about it, she's a Canaanite now. She's a among the Canaanite. Jews. Canaanite, yeah. And then here's huh? who's a Moabitess. Yeah. And so it helped because of his mother's story. It's almost like full circle. Yeah. He has he marries Ruth, mm-hmm. who gave up her false gods mm-hmm. just. Like Rahab gave up the false gods parallel. To, yep. To follow after the true God of Israel. So that's why our stories don't have to end where we no. are. And that's why we wanted to talk about the side ministry. We were talking about that earlier, that how these guys were told, okay, you're going to go to the land of Canaan. You're going to go spy it out. We really do need to address your spy skills, but you're good. Go, yeah. You're going to go out. You're going to go spy on the land. So these guys think they're going to Jericho to spy out the land. But the God had a side ministry. He and I, I really want to relate that to our own lives. And the reason and, and the perfect story is um, we had something in our pantry and we couldn't figure it out. At first, it's like, okay, do we have roaches in our pantry? I mean, is there something in there? And I'm like, I'm seeing this different evidence. And I'm like, that's a roach. I'm moving. The house is burning down. <laughs> <laughs> um, because one day Don't I walked in, in there, spare. I had my brand new bag of community coffee. It had, it was shredded. No, it was. Yes, not. it was. That thing got my coffee. It's very upset. So we figured out it was <laughs> wasn't a roach. Then we're like, is it a squirrel? What is it? So we started trying to get bait and traps, trying to figure out where it was coming in from. Getting baits, getting traps. It seemed to be eating the bait like candy. So one day, wait, community coffee is not in a paper wrapper. It is in a thick. Plastic. This thing liked plastic. If it was plastic in there, it would try to oh eat it. Oh my gosh. You'd be okay. amazed. I mean, I've had, now you see my cabinet, I have containers and everything. Yes. You I do. mean, thanks to this rat, I have nice containers now in my cabinet. So, um, so one day we're sitting beside, we're standing, and I, I noticed that the cat who's really old, he's looking at the pantry door and looking underneath it. And I thought, 
that's not my cat. <laughs> my cat sees a bug and looks at me and goes, you going to get it? Yeah. <laughs> so I knew something was intriguing him. I'm like, right, right, right. I think there's something in our cabinet. And so he goes, okay, let me get a broom. And I'm think- I told him, I said, look, if you kill it, I'll clean it. Jan- Joanna, I will never do that again. Big mistake. <laughs> yeah. Because so Ray's like over there. He goes, hey, get a bucket and stand over there. What am I going to do with this bucket? Well, if he a comes bucket. out, wait, capture it. Yeah. He's like, capture it. Okay. You want me to drop a bucket on this thing? <laughs> you don't even know what this thing we didn't, actually no, is. No, no, because I thought it was a mouse. And Ray's like, Anna, that is not a mouse. Because oh it was big. So he chases it around the ki- our kitchen. Very, very small kitchen. But he's chasing it around. Hits it with a broom, right? Hits it so hard, he breaks my broom. And I've got a crime scene now. I really should have done a little chalk outline. I should have. I mean, I had blood splatter. I'm like, oh my gosh. And this was a rat? It was a rat. It was a huge rat. Found out it was because uh, there was a house that there was a traumatic event where I think some people either got died or got put in a nursing home and and nobody mowed the lawn for a while. Mm -hmm. And it was summer. And so apparently the rats needed another home and they're like, hey, let's Let's go check out this house. Yeah. Hey, look, two story. It's all nice over there. Not that we have a two story house, but the attic. Yes. So you've converted it. Yeah. Well, but they were in the attic portion. Okay. Yeah. They were in the attic portion. And so, so I kill it or no, Ray kills it. (laughs) I get to clean up the mess and it's on my heart. I need a new broom. Now, Joanna, the story of this part is I never really paid attention to that broom. I don't even know why I had a broom because I vacuum. I don't actually sweep up. I vacuum, but I have a broom and all of a sudden it's on my heart. I need a new broom. So the next day I'm heading AGB. I'm going to go get my broom. And Lord's like, you need to go to Walmart. Lord, I don't like Walmart. I don't want to go to Walmart. You need to go to Walmart. I'm like, oh, H-E-B probably doesn't even sell a broom because it's a little bitty H-E-B. It's not that like the giant H-E-B that you can go buy TV at. So I'm like, oh, he's just saving me a trip. All right, fine. By the way, H-E-B does have brooms. So I go to Walmart. No, they had TVs. <laughs> the big one on 518 in Pearland Parkway. Oh, not Pearland Parkway. The other on the 518 near 288. That, uh-huh. That's where we got our TV from is H-E-B. Uh-huh. I didn't know that. I know. It was I'm really sorry. Good. I'm getting you that's sidetracked. Okay. That's okay. Yeah, it was okay. a good deal. So, um, H-E-B plug and community coffee plug. Um, so we go, <laughs> so I'm okay. I'm like, okay, Lord, fine. I'll go to Walmart. So I go to Walmart and I thought, well, you know, if you're here, Anna, might as well get some dog food, get some cat food, get some cat litter. Get a little you, shopping. Yeah. Get you your broom that you never use. You don't know why it's on your heart that you got to have a broom. So I get in line and it's a, a young man about, you know, he probably wasn't much younger than our own son. And so he's lifting up my stuff. I'm like, hey, you could tell your friends that you went, you wait, lifted weights today. He goes, oh, I did that yesterday. I said, oh, what'd you do? He goes, oh, I went kayaking to feed the sharks. Oh. I'm like, wait, okay. whoa, 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 whoa. I know what a kayak looks like. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Kayak? Feeding sharks? Riding in a kayak? He goes, hey. How many people left and how many people returned? I'm just asking. I don't, I don't know. I okay, don't think, anyway, nobody sorry. died apparently okay, because cool. I saw it. I said, oh, so if you died, where are you going to go? And he gives me this look. Now I've asked this question before to people. This look was different. And I couldn't figure out, maybe he didn't hear me. So I, I said it again. said, so if you die, where are you going to go? He goes, my dad asked me that. He goes, my dad asked me that. He asked me what I would tell people if I, if I died, where I'd go. I said, okay, what are you going to tell your dad that you told me? I said, you're just like my dad. You're just like my dad. Okay. What are you going to tell your dad that you told me? He's in shock, poor kid. <laughs> yeah, he was. And he goes, because now there's two of them. 
He only thought his dad was the one weirdo. He now knows there's two mm-hmm. minimum stranger. Yeah. And he goes, um, he starts telling me all these things that he's done. He's done. And I said, that won't save you. <gasps> That's what my dad says. Just like my dad. Just like my dad. Like, Poor thing. You're freaking I him out. I did. And as, and I, I usually know my cue when I, it's time for me to back up. I said, hey, um, I said, you, um, you need to go talk to your dad. He's praying for you. The side story, when I was talking about these, these Jewish spies thinking they're going to Jericho to spy out the land. May not be the, may not work on their spy games, but they're going to spy out the land. There was a side mission to save Rahab and her whole household. Mm-hmm. That rat might have been that, my broom. Getting a new broom yeah. might have been my mission, but God had a side mission. He did. He needed me to tell this young man that I was an answer to a father's prayer that yeah. day. And he needed to know, this young man needed to know that his dad was not crazy, that there were others like him. And that there may be something to be in what his dad said. So sometimes, ladies, when you get into a situation or you're going and it's not going the way you think it should, God might be sending you on a sad mission. Mm-hmm. Because our biggest thing that we're supposed to be about is the gospel message. Telling people, we believe in the Bible. We believe what it is saying. Therefore, that means we believe that there is a heaven and there's a hell and that it's both real. Which, True fact. Yes, I will agree with you on that one. That means we need to be telling people that Jesus died. He has died because there's a debt that we could not pay, and he offered to pay that debt. And you know what? In this world and society, everybody understands what debt is. Mm-hmm. A debt is something that you owe. And he said the wages of death, sin is death. So we owe a death for our sins. And Jesus is like, hold up. Hold up. I'm willing to pay for it. I'm willing to gladly pay for it. All you have to do is let me do it. I don't mind at all. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then he did die on the cross, but then he rose again from the grave and he's resurrected and he's coming back. And I wanted to show you what Paul wrote in first Corinthians six, beginning at nine. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortationers, extortationers will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were, were, past tense, some of you. That means they're no longer that. And he goes, but you were washed, but you were sanctified. But you are justified in the name of Jesus, the Lord Jesus, name of the Lord Jesus, and by the Spirit of our God. So, ladies, what I'm telling you is stop carrying your luggage of your past. Quit living out of that suitcase. Unpack it. But take your souvenirs so that you be reminded of who you were, how God rescued you, and who you were now. Rahab was a harlot. God rescued her with the spies. Who is she now? The great, 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 several times grandmother of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. That's who the she Lord, is now. The Savior. We have to continue growing in God's word every day and not stopping until God calls us home. That's what it's all about. That's who we should be. And choosing Rahab shows us that it doesn't matter what our past is. Yes, that's right. The Lord still loves us and picks us. And we are still redeemable. And he can use, no matter who you are, he can use you. The difference is, no is are you willing? Tainted. Yes. 
Are you willing to be used by the Lord? Are you willing to stop what you're doing? Turn around and say, I'm going to follow after you. Does your damage define you or does it not? Or does the Lord's healing define you? Right. Because that's what in Corinth Paul writes. He goes, you were this, but you're no longer that. So stop living like that's who you were. Don't live as the adulterer. Don't live as the drunkard. That's not who you are anymore. God saved you. Be diff- no, now go be a different person. And we love to live in our past. Yes. The Lord doesn't want us to stay there. Right, exactly. He wants us to flourish. The enemy wants us to stay Absolutely. in our past. The enemy Keeps wants us, in us bondage. Exactly. He wants to, us to define ourselves based on our past. Mm-hmm. Because if we're healed, we're about the Lord's business. Amen. Telling people that you can get saved through Jesus. We can't save anybody, but we can tell people what he did for us. And we can show them there's a difference. And we can do discipleship. I mean. Look at my list. Yeah. I'm not any of those no, people. No, you're not. In fact, I didn't know about some of those on your list. I know. Some of it I knew. Some I'm like, really? I've never said anything because yeah. that's not who I am anymore. Right. Exactly. Those, that list, that person no longer defines me. Jesus defines exactly. me. Exactly. His healing. His, his righteousness. His righteousness. Yes. His, um, uh, what, what did he call, where, like, um, not reconciling. Well, he did atoned. He is, does he does cause us for reconciliation. We're reconciled to God through Jesus. Yes. His, he took all of that out. That person doesn't exist. Your old person doesn't yeah, exist. No. He took it and he replaced it with him. Yeah. And sometimes it does. My wild butterfly, I sometimes get petrified in a room and I want to go follow, mm-hmm. scroll back. And uh, especially when I get really agitated, Ray's learned. If I'm really agitated, all he has to do is come over there and touch me on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. You know, just put his hand on my shoulder. And then it usually, it just takes me out of it. And like, okay, I can, I can do it again. Or you've seen me and you'll come over there and go, you okay? You know, sometimes you've looked at me and goes, get over here. <laughs> right. And I, I still have issues from my past too. I mean, I'm not, nobody's perfect and I'm still learning. I mean, I've still got things that I'm still working on and learning. Yes. Trust is one of yeah. them. I have suffered huge amounts of abuse and that's a whole nother story didn't even go into that, but uh, different kinds of abuse. And um, so therefore, it is extremely hard for me to trust, especially men. And um, and so I'm learning. The Lord has me in situations right now where I'm learning to trust him on so many different levels. Is it easy? No, no, it's it's been you've seen me. It's right. been a really, really rough journey. But by the time the Lord gets done. There's going to be an amazing testimony and an amazing healing that the Lord has done um, in my life. And I can't wait for that ending to be able to share what I mean, how it ends. Now, that being said, I always say, stop trying to to jump to the end because you're going to all the good stuff is in the middle. Right. Well, you got to collect your souvenirs. I mean, unless you go through it, you can like get your souvenirs. That. I like that. I like you that. Know? And souvenirs are to remind you. Yeah. And they're not to define you, to remind you. And yes. they remind you who this you were. testimony. How God rescued you. Yeah, so we can share with others. Exactly. Oh, see this? See this souvenir? This is what I used to be like, but here yeah. I am now. I mean, you know, we had our list. We did our right. list. Right. And look what the Lord has done. And it's just been, it's, he's, if you allow the Lord to come in and do all of that, it's amazing. Exactly. Exactly. It's life changing you are no longer the harlot you are no longer the addict you are no longer um, put your own words in yeah. there now you are redeemed you are healed you are healthy you are a whole you are safe right and the lord may ask you to go and ask for forgiveness the lord may ask you to go confess some things had to do that yep we've all had, had to, to do, to do that 
and the thing is, is do it, you know, might be scared, but do it, do yeah. it scared. And but do it because afraid. if you do it, do it, you'll start moving forward. Mm-hmm. Roll coasters are scary as they go up. Yeah. Now, that disclaimer, the person you're apologizing to may not apologize back. Exactly. They may not. But they that, might yell and scream at you. And, and all fine. you can do is smile and nod. I'd, and you did your part. You don't yeah. have to go back. Yeah. The Lord didn't say that person's going to apologize to you. Right. The Lord said you go apologize because yeah. that's your task. Right. And um, however they respond is how they respond. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah, exactly. You still did what the Lord said. Right. So how are we going to close today? I think the thing we need to do, I think we need to pray for our listeners. Okay. So why don't we pray for them? Okay. You or me. I can do it unless you want to. Go for it. All right. Abba Father, Holy One of Israel, the great I am, the maker of heaven and earth, our Redeemer, our Elohim, our Adonai, the Lord of Lord, King of Kings. We love you. And we thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in our lives. Lord, we are asking that you would bless all the listeners. We're asking you, Lord, that if they are not saved, that you would save them, that they would see who you are, that they would desire you and want you and realize that you paid their debt. All they have to do is receive. It's finished. You said on the cross, it is finished. All they have to do is receive it. Lord, for the ladies who are saved, they might be struggling. They might be feel weak. They may feel like they can't do it. Lord, I'm asking you that they would realize that you are the strength that they need you to lean on. Lord, if anybody says that, well, Jesus is the crutch. Okay, deal. Lord, because we need you to carry us. Life is hard. We need your help. And Lord, we're asking you to grow these women to find them. If they're not being discipled, that they would be discipled. If they are a place where they should be discipling, that you would show show them who needs to be discipled. Lord, we are asking you to work on us to pull the weeds that need to go, to mow the grass that needs to go, to plant flowers where they need to be planted. Lord, we're asking you to change us and to grow us. Lord, to be more like Jesus, that we would continue to work until the day of your return or you call us home. Lord, we're asking you to rebuke the enemy, to keep them back as we grow this week and as and, and as we are listening, that the ladies are listening, Lord, that we are just asking that you would keep them protected, hedge of protection over them while they're listening so they can learn to be the women like the Bible, the women you intended us to be so that we don't have an identity crisis. Because this world, Lord, is tearing us all parts, pieces, and, and pushing and telling us to be women that you never desired us to be. So help us to grow to be the woman that you want us to be, Lord, how you designed us to be. Because it's much easier to be in your design. So we thank you, Lord. We thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And um, we always like to say we we love you, uh, we, we cherish do. you, and we pray over you, ladies, yes, so we much. Do. And um, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And we hope you'll actually come back. <laughs> yes, we we're <laughs> coming back. And you coming back? We're coming back because we're amateurs <laughs> and we really don't know what we're doing. But we're going to do Just having we, some fun. Yeah. Hey. The Lord told us to do this, and we're going to be obedient. Having some fun talking about the Lord. This is what we do. Exactly. All right. Love you, gals. Love you. Bye. Thank you for letting us share our tools to become the women God created us to be. If we encourage you today, visit us at moderndayabigails.com. Remember, you are loved, cherished, and prayed over. Oh,